to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 298 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Another week, another podcast. Only two away from 300. Yay, yay. The so, pressure is mounting because we're supposed to be doing some stuff. So sometime next week, we don't care when, we'll be uh, recording our 299th episode. That's right. And then the week after that... We know exactly when we'll be uh, recording episode 300. We will be recording it Tuesday night, Tuesday the 22nd. Yep, Tuesday the 22nd. Uh, at 6 p.m. And we are inviting a bunch of you guys to come along That's and right. join us for the live recording. Plus, we've got a bit of a show to go on with, too, which That's, we're, still working, we're still working on. <laughs> let's, let's not oversell the show bit. Uh, we will be there. How's that? With some recording gear. Must remember to bring this. <laughs> <laughs> and do all some of and, this. And a few things to show off and, and some awards and bits and pieces. It'll be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. So if you're around Tuesday the 22nd in the Waikato, make sure to hit us up for an RSVP. We will let you know where you need to be. Yeah, we can't sort of just blurt it out here because we don't want to be inundated with 50 people. <laughs> I was going to say hundreds, but then I went, nah. <laughs> Tens of people. Tens of people might be too much. No, we can get we can get 40 in the venue, I think it is. I Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want any more than that in there. No, no, no. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's that's happening. And while we're on things, topic of things happening, yes, this coming Saturday, as you're listening to this, so the 20th of, uh, no, sorry, the Sunday, 20th of September, is TEDx Rukura live event. Um, now, you probably don't, if you have a ticket, you would know that. If you don't have a ticket, what Tough. you don't know is it's live streamed for free. You can, you can watch go, it. Go to tedxrukura.com slash live. We'll have that link in the show notes. And uh, you can uh, watch it for free and it'll be well worth it. You won't see me because I'll be the guy in the booth, the little tiny booth, switching videos from one video to the other for the live stream. So, hmm. Living the dream. <laughs> and, when, and when he says a little booth, it's, it's a weird little room. It's, it's, it's like a, a closet that they found. And they're like, you know what we should do? It's we'll a put- stationary cupboard in an office. That's exactly what it, it is. It is what eh? it is. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except it's got like computers and screens in it. Anyway, so um, that's that's all my news I thought I'd yeah. up to begin Nothing with. Nothing else this week? <clears throat> Coming up? No. Just in general for you? No. How was last week? Uh, work. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm doing a lot towards this TEDx stuff, and so you'll be glad I've, every night I've got things on. I've you'll got, be glad once it's over. Oh, I'll be so relieved. Um, the so relief after afterwards, we've got our 300. Then that week, I've got my what's starting to look like a sex scene in a movie, apparently, <laughs> um, with nudity and with males and or females. Yeah, that's I'd be fine. I just keep going. I'll be fine. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and that was the week Chris finally got traumatized. <laughs> I'm never doing the sex thing again. Um and <laughs> I just got this mental image of them going, Cut, what's he doing in the background? <laughs> you mean this isn't the sex thing? I thought that's how you did it. Um <laughs> so rolling any- on the floor or something. <laughs> uh anyway, um 
Moving on. <coughs> I got uh, a new car, so that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's that going? It goes. It's good. <laughs> and uh, the mechanic at the other place brought the old car off me. Um, so that's cool. He's going to do it up, apparently. The whole thing it was a bit strange is because you can just do the change of ownership online now. And you don't really get told anything. Like, you just fill out this form and it just goes, okay. I'm like, cool. Did that happen? I don't know. It's- Somebody in Nigeria owns my car. Well, all, <laughs> all you need to know is the person's license. No, I think it's just their address and their name and my license details. And that's it. And the form goes, okay. okay. So anyway, uh, but I did get an email from the other people that sold me the car I've got now that did say this has been changed. It was, But even then it didn't really say that. It was just like a list and it had my name and it had the car. And I'm like, okay, I assume I... I'm the owner of it now. So the, the the Mighty Vits is no more. What's the new one? The Silver Arrow. The Silver Arrow. Uh, Toyota Corolla Fielder, which is a yeah. Japanese station wagon. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's silver. Um, really? I'm glad I'm you said people that. No, I'm glad you said that because you said Silver Arrow, and I'm not sure if they could put those two things together. Nah, it's early. I've got to go to work soon. Come on. <laughs> Moving on. That's right. I'm sure. Do you know, big mega back... Go. Black yeah. holes. Blah, 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 blah. Big black holes, yeah. Mega you like those. black holes are yep. too big to actually exist from being a collapsed star, right? So they've decided there's no physical way a star could be big enough to collapse and create these mega black holes. But isn't that what they thought created them? That's what they always thought created black holes. And they yeah. know that's what creates black holes. But mega black holes cannot <clears throat> be created from Oh, so there's stars. a thing called a mega black hole. Yeah. Yep. Which, okay. Which is like a big one, effectively. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> if you want in-depth analysis of topics every I, week. I was trying to k- get you up to speed. I thought you were having trouble with that concept. No, no. Anyway. Uh, okay, I'm okay. What so is going on? So basically what they're saying is that mega black holes. Where do they come from? Uh, come from colliding black holes. Two cl- black holes start circling each yeah. other. And then they get closer and closer and they collide. That makes sense. And recently there was a a big collision of a black hole and um, it made a a visible flash. So the the thing about black holes is they're invisible. You only know that they're there because of the way things around them react to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So this was making the invisible visible for a a second. Of course, it happened 150 million years ago before it the light hit us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a huge flash. Oh. Um, but this is what got me, and I've got a link to the uh, New York Times article on it, although I heard it from the BBC. So they said something that wasn't in this article, which got me. How do you think they detect this, these sorts of things? Oh. So when, when uh, black holes collide, it creates a gravitational shock wave that ripples out. Oh, it's going to be something silly. Uh, I don't know. Someone's no, coughing. It's a lasers. It's lasers. Oh. But they move the fraction of the width of a hydrogen atom. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. They measure that. And that's blowing my mind because it's like, okay, there's something 150 million miles away, mm. collides with something else, and then we feel it on Earth because these things uh, move the fraction of width of a hydrogen atom. I'm like, well, is the guy levitating that's watching this? Like, how the hell does that not pick up everything? Oh, they'll they'll find out that 
it's probably from something else. That time that that microwave, <laughs> and they were using that microwave. <laughs> the extraterrestrial uh, signals that they keep signals getting. And, you know, it's every time every, somebody uses the microwave, we hear from planet whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I got some good news. For What's change. that? Good. Okay. Good. New Zealand is the second safest country in the world behind Germany. So Germany's the first most. So safest in just general. And is this Yeah, so um Germany took the top spot, South Korea in third, Switzerland and Japan following us, right? Oh, okay, yeah, sounds good. The United Kingdom came in at thirty one. Wow. Sweden at forty nine. US at the very last place. No. US fifty five. Ah. Which is pretty far down the list. But I mean when you say I can tell you who was worst. Uh, oh, where was Australia? The most, the mo- it doesn't say. Uh, the most um, dangerous were Somaliland, South Sudan, Afghanistan, and Mali. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, US is not quite as bad as those places yet. Yet. But there is time. There is time. Um, oh, that's good. Good to know we're in a safe country. Yeah. And, yeah. It is annoying. The study assessed 250 countries on the efficiency of their quarantine systems, health readiness, management, and detection of the virus. So this is all COVID-related. I was just going to ask that, actually. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, anyway, I thought that was good news. Good news, indeed. Uh, This old guy uh, turned up at his own press conference. He was missing. Uh, (laughs) How do you do that? Well, it's a bit of a clickbait headline, to be honest. Uh, sorry about that. No, he uh, in the UK they were having the press conference about his disappearance. He'd been missing for three days basically, and his family was panicked. They decided to do this press conferencey thing, and uh, Range Rover turned up and um, or Land Rover, sorry, and uh, he was there, and that someone had found him and driven him to this press conference because they knew his family was going to be there. So they drove him there and. Uh, He'd fallen outside of a remote village and he just laid there on the ground in the open. He was lucky he was survived. You know, he was good. And um, they just took him to his family. So they were just like, oh, what? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, press conference over. Yeah. Um, okay. Imagine like screaming, oh my God, there he is. He's a ghost. What? Because <laughs> um, I, I told you about that time. I don't Probably not. Every time you start this. No, guy- no, no. Wait, I was going to. Um, how the hell where was I going to? I was going to like I was I was going up by the up to Grey Street from the river. Okay. And this guy had fallen over on his scooter, his motor scooter tipped oh, over yeah, on that think, really steep yeah. thing. And holy crap it was hard to get him up and put him back yeah, into yeah. that and get the freaking thing going. They're pretty heavy, eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean I think I don't think his scooter tipped over, I think he fell out of it somehow. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's I'll on do a that. real t- yeah. So I'll do bit. that. Yeah. It's, um, but I was like, dude, he, I don't know how long he was there before I got there. And if I hadn't got there, you're like, he would be lying there till somebody got. Yeah, that's the scary like, thing. You don't know when crap. people come past. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Should, should we talk about our favorite person, Trump? We've <laughs> go, got bits go and pieces. We've got a few Trumpy things. So there's a misleading Trump video going around, which is weird because I thought it was legit. It's the one where he walks off and he looks like he's lost and the helicopter's on the White House lawn. Have you seen that? He, yeah. he talks to the camera, he stops, he turns around, he wanders off, and then he sort of goes to his left, and he dawdles around, and then he looks at a puddle, and then he's like, uh, and it literally looks like he's lost his mind, right? Yeah. And yeah. that was going around for a little bit. I've seen that video, but I didn't think, I, I just assumed it was him waiting for something. Or he something. is, no, um, what's her face? His wife turns up. 
Yeah. And she walks towards him and he says, oh, hang on, watch out for the puddle, basically. And then they go off to the helicopter. Oh, right. And they're like, look, you've got to be careful with what you see. Like, I know everybody was sharing this thing and it was like, but actually. Oh, okay. You watched I, the whole I, thing. I, I've watched it. I, I didn't, never thought it was him being an idiot. I thought he was just. It just I, looked- I thought it has Trump being Trump just waiting. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's wandering around. Because, okay, so let's go there. Um, he, <laughs> the Bob Woodward interviews and stuff, right? He um, he comes across as actually really smart in these interviews. What's going on then? I know, because it's like. So Bob Woodward is a guy with back in the day. So he's he's America's most famous journalist. He's a long form journalist. He does long undercover. Is that the word? No, investigative investigative, investigative journalism, yep. right? And so he was one of the two guys. Him and Bernstein broke the Wood- Watergate scandal. Yes, with Nixon. So, so that's a long time ago. That yeah, yeah. This, this dude must be about a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's 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 written a book about at least one book about every president since. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's his um, thing. He's yeah, found his, his niche. Yeah, that's his niche. And so, fair enough. He's already written a book called Fear, which I bought and read on President Trump um, a year or two years into his presidency. Whatever oh, yeah, vaguely, there, right? remember, yeah. vaguely remember that coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and it's, holy shit, uh, I thought at the time. So anyway, he's written another one. It's coming out next week, <laughs> or this coming week, um, called Rage. Um, so... Trump went on about how bad Woodward was. As, you know, he's a but. You know, he's he's just um, screwing me over with this book, right? Yeah, 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 all that stuff. And then Woodward goes, oh, "I'd like to interview you another eighteen times for a new book." And Trump says, "Yes, sure, why not?" <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he's, Woodward must have been like, "Oh my god, yes." Well, actually, it's interesting because Woodward, uh, I remember an interview with him, uh, like in a journalistic uh, conference. Okay. And they're saying, how do you get these interviews? And he goes, you just keep asking. And you just go, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. And you just keep asking. You just never say, stop asking. So uh, it, maybe he had to ask a few times. We don't know. Um, but um, Trump says yes in the end. And apparently in all these recordings, he's going on about, I know you were real bad to George uh, w. Bush, but um, or one of the Bushes. one of the Bushes. Um, but you know, my book would be a good one, right? You'll be good to me on this book, right? And trying no. to sway her. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I have no idea how anything. I don't even good. know what you'd write good about him. I know. Like, what would you honestly? What would you focus on? He turns up. Well, he, billionaires have got richer. But Maybe. yeah, oh, that's good. I mean, oh, you spent a quarter of your presidency, literally almost a quarter of it so far playing golf. <laughs> and he hit up Obama for going out like nine times or something. Oh, I'm not going to do that when I'm president. Almost a whole year of playing golf. <laughs> and he cheats at it. But he did say, I, I work when I'm on the golf course. Anyway, so in the interviews... He sounds like he knows what he's doing. Because they've released sounds, some of them, eh? They've released right? some of them, yeah. yeah. And it, it sounds like he knows what he's doing. He says, you know, this uh, in, in the 2nd or 7th of, of February, he's saying uh, it's transmitted by air, it's breathing, <clears throat> touches, a, you know, one thing. But air, you, I mean, you can choose not to touch things or you can put yeah. protective things, but you've got to breathe air. So it's really transmissible. And he said and it's five times um, more... Is stronger than the most strenuous flu. It's more deadly than the most strenuous flu. Yeah, five times. That's right. And so 
Yeah, so he sounds smart, but he, yet he's dumb enough to say all this on a phone call you, that is being recorded. I mean, what But is it was going a phone call, eh? Yeah. So there could have been people with giant cards holding up all this info or something to help him. Well, oh, no, because no, he just got off a call with President Xi and he got all this information from President Xi. So it might be oh. things only live for 30 minutes in yeah. his head. And I yeah. could believe that. I could too. I imagine if they were doing something completely random and he's like, I just want to bring up uh, the swamp alligators. <laughs> I'm like, what? Do you know the swamp alligators lay seven eggs? Sir, we've got to stop you from watching National Geographic in between meetings. <laughs> oh, so, so randomly he was promoting Fox News, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And they worked out. Uh, he watches, I think he even admitted to it, He watches. he's watching about nine hours of TV a day at the moment. Trump, that's oh what he's doing. God. That's what's keeping him busy. Yeah, so thank <laughs> God he's running the country. So anyway, so one of the things that came out of these, this book and the interviews with him that I, I was going to, I teased you earlier and said I would tell you about this. Yes. So um, he started talking about the nukes. So I uh, forget the date, but. When they had that tension with um, Kim Jong-un, yeah. they uh, just about went to nuclear war with South Korea. They thought it was imminent. The National Defense Secretary was living in the office, sleeping in his clothes. It was. They were afraid that those nuclear missiles would be flying at any time, and that lasted for a few days. That's so crazy. That's crazy. But then Trump says to Bob Woodward, yeah. oh, but... We don't have to worry now because now we've got – I have had them build nuclear weapons like you wouldn't believe. Nobody on Earth has got anything like these nuclear weapons. They're a new class of nuclear weapon. You know, our allies don't have them. The Russians don't have them. North Korea. So Bob Woodward, investigative journalist, yeah. goes and starts asking his contacts because he's been around forever. Yeah, he yeah. knows everybody. And these people are going, what do you know? Who told – this is top seat. You can't <laughs> tell anybody. And he goes, well, the president told me. And these guys – you can just imagine the face palms, right? <laughs> like, so now this is in the public domain. We've just launched a new arms race. So all the Chinese, Russians, all the rest Whoever of them are going some. to go, oh, what's this new thing? We've got to get on top of that shit. Because, so- you know, the other ones weren't deadly enough and we didn't have enough of them. So we're going to make something even better. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I would imagine that this all started long before Trump got in. So oh, yeah, you know, it would take 10, 20 years to build yeah, something Yeah, like I, I right. can't imagine. So yeah. it's been managed to keep a secret for 20 years maybe. Yeah, and, yeah. and we don't know how secret it is. Maybe China's already heard of it <clears> and we'd never know. But, you know, potentially it's been managed to be a secret all this time. And then Trump, because he wants to impress a journalist, yeah, well, he's just an idiot. spills his cats. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. That's um, what they said when he first... New Zealand is the second most safest country in the world. Good, good, so. good. Good, good, good. That's what they said when they first, when he sort of first got in there. They said, look, if Area 51's true with aliens, we're going to find out about it, okay? <laughs> and we haven't, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> he's the alien. <laughs> All right. So I anyway. came across this thing via an ad on Instagram. I think I should stop clicking on these ads. Um, <laughs> but they're pretty interesting. Like they keep showing me different stuff. There's a thing called Smile. 
uh, Smile Shelf. It's the only climate-positive modular shelving system, Chris. And that's it there. It's just some shelving with some metal brackets. And the metal sort of bracket thing is recycled steel from construction. And uh, the wood, each plank is made up of 4,276 repurposed chopsticks. Ha! <laughs> That's what you want? <laughs> Look, there's the end of it. Oh my God, is this too? Just mushed up chopsticks. <laughs> so that's cool, but I'm like, where are you getting repurposed chopsticks from? That's a lot. They're getting a- some... some- Seven-year-old kids somewhere just sorting rubbish and pulling chopsticks out. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So you know, slave labour, but but probably climate positive. That's right. So, Smile you know, bookshelf. Yep, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, so they've got the world's most uh, advanced camera is is being created. Like this is one of those staring into space camera. Oh right. right. Okay. And so it's got the biggest digital sensor array ever built. Yeah. Cool. How do you test something like that before you put it up into space? Uh, uh, what do you take a photo of? Something far away? Oh, no, I suppose you can't. Uh, I don't know. What? You're you're love sm- I know, you're smiling away like a madman. What is it? Broccoli. What? How come? Bro- why? What? Yeah, why why they, broccoli? Is that they, just something they, they take? They take a photo of broccoli because it's so, uh, the ridges are so small and, and fine and detailed that they have to they they take a photo of it to see how clearly they can get every ridge and nodule of broccoli. But broccoli's the thing. Whoa. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, okay. So the will that event so that'll be earth based then, looking up, or is they gonna I, launch it? I don't know. I don't think I heard or I didn't pay attention, but um in my head I thought it was launched. But it, it maybe not. Okay. I would assume it's launched because the atmosphere distorts it so much that yeah, it would yeah, waste yeah. the time otherwise. So I just assumed it was going to be launched. Okay. Um, have you heard about the horse slashing in France? No, nah, what's happening there? Is it, exactly, is, it, is it exactly what it sounds like? Yeah. Um, France's horses are being killed in mysterious ritual-like mutilations. What? And people armed with knives and some knowledge of their prey and a large dose of cru- cruelty – Going after horses and ponies and pastures across France in what may be ritual mutilations. Okay, um, righto. Police are stymied by the macabre attacks that include slashings and worse. Most often, an ear, usually the right one, has been cut off. Um, what? Up to 30 attacks have been reported in France from the mountainous Jura region in the east to the Atlantic coast. Many of the summer, um, yeah, it's just. I'm just like, what is going on? It's just crazy. Ears are cut off, eyes removed, and anim- animal is emptied of its blood, he said. What? Spilling out the morbid facts. Um, and so I I heard this on the BBC News, and basically there's all these horse owners that are just paranoid. Like, horses have got to be in the stables at night. They can't leave them out in no. the paddock at night. Um, but they're like, we can't be there 24 hours a day. No, that's and right. And it's happening all the time, and yeah. Do you think it's multiple um, people was, or just one crazy person? They said it can't be one person because you need more people around it, so they've got to surround the horse. Oh, my gosh. So I think they're saying three or four or something oh, like that. Imagine trying to find those people. Hey, guess After what? After the first solid sighting of an attacker, gendarmes in Auxerre, Burgundy, um, released a composite sketch this week based on a description by a man who wrangled with two attackers Whoa. at his animal refuge in a village in... Somewhere. Yeah, I'm not yep. going to even France. try and say that. Yep. 
Um, I used to have confidence putting my horses out to pasture. Today I have fear in my gut, uh, Nicholas said, who runs a refuge. Um, alerted by his squealing pigs, the guy faced down two attackers last Monday. He, he himself was injured in the arm in the struggle with one intruder wielding a pruning knife as the other slashed the sides of two ponies, oh. now recovering but traumatised. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. There's so many weird people around. It, it, see, that gets me. I can imagine the anomaly of one weird person. Yeah. I. But, I don't, but that's the multiples? thing. Like, this is the thing, right? So whatever you are into, you can find your tribe of people. Like, I've been trying to... My daughter's going to high school next year, and she's little bit worried that she won't know some people or whatever because she goes to a very small country school and i said look it doesn't matter how big the high school is eventually you'll find your people and you'll be in a group or whatever yeah but this is easily seen with all these crazy people and the internet has made it a lot easier oh hell yeah the long tail yes finding those but even when there was no internet somehow they found themselves there's stories of like serial killers somehow meeting up and then going around doing their thing in america together yeah and they just found each other because they just happen to be in the same place at the same time and go hey one recognizes the other that's just uh, anyway this is not very uh, um, positive. Let's talk about something more positive. I, oh. I hope it's more positive. Yes. John Oliver uh, has donated some money to a Connecticut city, Danbury. Have you heard Danbury? of Danbury? Have yeah. you heard all the Danbury thing? No. So he, for several weeks, he's been having, I listen to his yeah. show a lot, he's been going, except for Danbury, <clears throat> if you, Danbury... You, I don't like you. I don't like your yeah. grandmothers. I don't like kids there. Like he was just going slating them off for like absolutely no reason. That's right. Uh, so he said he's going to donate fifty five thousand dollars to local charities uh, if they name the city sewage plant after him. Oh, so you didn't? You you didn't? Um, That's what the mayor said to him. Yeah, yeah. So did you see that that clip? No, no, no. I no seen so anything. what happened was Danbury. Uh, he put it on his show. All these people in Danbury started posting videos online and there was some good ones. There was a couple of kids. One kid went, rah, 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 solid burn on John Oliver, solid burn. He goes, that kid gets some kudos. And then somebody else, I think it was the mayor or somebody, uh, or something anyway. And then the guy, oh, the mayor it was that said, no, what we're going to do is um, name this new sewage plant because there's a huge sewage plant that just literally just finished building. Yeah, yeah. We're going to name it the John Oliver sewage plant. Yeah. And and John Oliver was like, that is the best. And then, then until this happened, and then the mayor was interviewed by somebody, like obviously in the news, and he goes, no, nah, I'm not really going to do that. Just did that for the video. And that's when John Oliver said, uh. Danbury, I'm disgusted. You showed some spine, but you've lost your spine. I want that named after me. I'll, I will donate money to, there was a bunch of charities yeah. in Danbury that he said he'd donate 50 grand to if you name that search plant after me. It's hilarious, though. I love John Oliver. He's he's great. So he's the awesome. mayor has said, yeah, uh, I'm just trying to find, uh, yeah, so he sort of said, yep, yeah, uh, we'll do that, but you have to come for the ribbon cutting ceremony. Oh, you know he will. You know he will. COVID allowing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, John Oliver's great. 
What do you know about the Academy Awards uh, new rules, diversity rules? Oh, oh no! What's what's their new rules? It's pretty cool, actually. I think it's I think it got a little bit of slack um, shade thrown at it, but it was I think it's pretty good. So they've announced new eligibility rules to enter the race for best picture. So it's really only best picture. Oh, okay. And other things might follow eventually. Follow later, but and this is not till I think it's twenty twenty four. It'll be in here somewhere. Um, so because you know you. Things in production take a while yeah, to yeah. get to that level. So you can't say, like, next year because it'll just knock everyone out. Now, I've got it. Oh, hang on. Let me just find it. The Academy has made a diversity focus. Oh, no, Under good. new rules. Yes, new rules. Films vying for Best Picture will need to comply with at least two of four criteria designed to improve hiring practice and representation on and off screen. The first criteria requires the movie to feature either a prominent actor from an underrepresented group or 30% of its smaller roles from minorities or to address issues surrounding these communities as a theme. Okay. The second, so that's one. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about this. Yep, go. And the second stipulates that behind the scenes, senior leadership or technical crew members must be drawn from historically disadvantaged groups, which also include women, LGBT, and disabled communities. Yeah, okay. Um, The final two measures concern offering internships and training to underrepresented. So, you know, like, oh, well, we can't find a a DOP that's um, black or whatever, um, but we'll, we'll get an understudy to learn how to be a DOP. Yeah, yeah. The criteria won't be in effect until 2024, However, in the two years leading up to the initiative, film productions will need to submit a confidential Academy Inclusion Standards form to be eligible. So anyway, I think it's pretty good. Um, and the reality, it, it sounds like a lot, but it's not really. Because um, it's not, you don't have to do all of those things. You have no, to do no, one of the first and right. one of the second. So it's not, uh, it's, it's not going to be a, a killer. But it does start moving things in a, in a direction. And it's, it's like... You can't say, oh, we're making you do that. You don't have to include your film for Oscar nomination. No, that's right. I mean, we haven't for most of our films. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, very good. Good that they're looking into it. I reckon uh, some of those productions will be like, right, who have we got to staff already? Okay, you, you're going on the form. <laughs> Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Absolutely does. Uh, so, again, if you want to come along to a live recording, you happen to be in the Waikato, or you want to be in the Waikato, on the 22nd of... Um, Tuesday, it's the heart of the Saturday. nightlife. and Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 22nd of September, 6pm, uh, we're kicking it off. Uh, it'll be a couple of hours. Expect to drink some 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 drink, um, which you'll be paying for. I'm not paying for your drink. Um, <laughs> uh, there's no cover charge or anything like that. Um, and yeah, it'll be a fun night and we will get you involved in some of the recording for episode 300. That's right. We're still working on a few of the finer details. (laughs) Like all of them. (laughs) Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.